One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this uh, is the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. And we were joined by a star of children's TV who also likes his football. He does, not it? A big Villa fan from yeah. Waffle the Wonder Dog, Paul. Yeah. You hadn't seen it. I hadn't. We no, filled you, you in You knew all it. the words to the theme tune. Oh, I could do the lot. I'd written him off by the end of it, but obviously we'll hear that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Not, not the guest, the dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to make it a longer, a, bit on the nose. a longer show, you know, yeah. on the nose. On the wet nose. Uh, <laughs> also, um, we were joined by uh, a style editor yes. uh, of a newspaper who talked us through the sartorial battle between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. And he made a choice on the back of it, didn't he? He did. So, yeah, he yes. gave us a prediction. Very similar to Conor Benz, which isn't in this. No, that's right. So, uh, and that, we had a chat about various yeah. things, including uh, Chinese restaurants. Um, <laughs> and here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. How are you? Very well, thank you, Paul. How was your evening? It, well, it, it's died well with a rather fine uh, plate of Turkish cuisine. Oh, lovely, what did you have? A couple of uh, local beverages. I went. Well, I went. I went for the shish. Oh, did you? I went for yeah. I went, did you? I went for the lamb shish oh, with yeah. the mix of rice and couscous. Oh, I, went, very nice. I was quite bold, which they kind of mix into a ball collectively, and it's a kind of multicoloured affair. The salads are free. The dips, it's all beautifully done. Oh. Little effes, very oh. nice. I've got right Fantastic. in the mood. Did you ever go on the old pipe thing there? The no, old... I did. I'm not no? going to do that pre-match <laughs> on the hookah. hookah. The old hookah no, pipe. No, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I, I wasn't, can see you know, one I'm one not on one I'm not on holiday in Istanbul. Just having something to eat before a football match. Well, but anyway. And then, then I fair to say that it was downhill from that point. Mm. Um, yeah, it was, it was a very passive watch. I mean, the, the way Tottenham played. I know that Tottenham had injuries, but I do kind of sense that, that it's a philosophy, really. And even if he'd had, uh, you know, he'd managed to get Erling Haaland up front on loan, we probably still would have played in the same way. They're very yeah. impressive, uh, Red Bull. They're, they're, they're a good team. And I, I think we did, as Glenn Odell was saying on BT, I've watched the clip of Nerdcast earlier on, there is. A, there seemed to be a kind of lack of. Uh, I, I don't know what's the word. We didn't. We didn't look quite the team that they were uh, really in terms of the way we played. And I know it was a bit mix and match. Um, there were some odd things as well on the bench. Oliver Skip, who's a young midfield player, yeah. there was a, quite a lot of players on that bench who could do the hire? job. Skip for hire. Skip for hire. That's yeah. right. Yeah. The thing is, that if you do want to hire him, he, he, he says he'll be there at seven o'clock. Oh, he yeah. doesn't want to wake the neighbours up. Quarter past five, he turns up in the morning, starts <laughs> clanging about, clang, prong, prong. starts clanging Devin about, Devin starts chucking their stuff the in. Satire. But yeah. you know, he definitely should have put um, Troy Parrott on the bench, even for ten minutes. The guy's yeah. a striker. He may be eighteen and not good enough in his Give eyes. Give him minutes, Paul. As they say. Well, I think, minutes. I, think, I think he is a bona fide striker and uh, it did seem odd that Ryan Sessegnon wasn't on the bench, someone with a bit of attacking prowess because there was going to come a point in the game when Spurs were going to attack partly because 
Leipzig let us because they dropped, you know, they, yeah. it was a much lower block because they were holding on to what they had. So, uh, you know, they weren't pressing quite as high up the pitch, which meant we had a bit more time on the ball and we did create a bit more. The Celso did, was you good. You did, you had yeah. a couple of good shots. Their keeper made a couple of good, yeah. one, one excellent save where he tipped it onto the post from uh, the yeah. free kick. Yeah, La Celso's um, been the highlight of the season, really, as, as he's come on. He's, he's, looked, he's looked excellent. Larissa um, played well. Yeah, oh, he did. Yeah, played he well kept, and kept them in the game. And for them, Ampadu looked fantastic. Why yeah. he's on loan? I mean, no did, surely he's the player that Chelsea need. They had no f- first choice centre halves, and and they mixed and match with fullbacks. So they'd have, you know, that may have been an excuse to go at them a little bit more rather than it be Rourke's drift from the first minute. I mean, they had three chances yeah. in ninety seconds, yeah. and you're trying to create a good atmosphere in a ground but, but when your team is set up to be that passive and you're under the cosh most of the time it's tense it's quite yeah. tense to watch you can't, you try and get behind the lads as they say but it's, you're on tenterhooks all the time I mean as I said they, they got ahead of steam up and you do wonder why maybe they couldn't have started playing like that a little bit earlier on considering the problems they had in defence but that is Jose that that's is his Jose way isn't it but that's his way isn't it that's, that's what he does that's, that's what, what he you tries get. to manage the game rather than doesn't he but, um, rather than going at the game he tries to manage the game, I always think. Well, I mean, that works if you don't concede, and, and we'll see. In the, look, he may go to uh, Leipzig in three weeks' time and win the tie, and, and then we'll all say job done. That's what's brilliant yeah. about the guy. He gets the job done over two legs. But my gut feeling is, I mean, watch Leipzig last night, and the fact that we can't really change anything before the next game. That's unlikely to happen. It's going to be it's going to be pretty tough. Uh, and, uh, you won't, and you won't. I mean, the team's the team now, isn't it? You won't have a, yeah. suddenly have a striker by them. The will you? I mean, often you'll go to a game. You think if we can just get through this first leg in three weeks' time, we'll have Son back. We'll have Kane back. We'll but have they're Sisson. not going to be, are they? But they're not going to be back. So um, I might have played Bergwijn through the middle a bit earlier rather than Moore, who looked like a bit of a fish out of water. But you know what do I know? Is Delhi all right, Paul? Is Delhi Alley yeah, all right? Is he happy? Do you think? Do you think well, he's yeah, looking for? Well, I thought it was thought, itchy feet. I thought it was the. the the performance, the disappointment, and the way the things had gone in the game. But again, I, as I said earlier, on, I wouldn't have taken him off. I would have, I would have maybe played him a little bit deeper. He could still could have pulled the strings. I would have still brought Lamella on, but I maybe would have made a change elsewhere. Um, but yeah, you know. What are you going to do? I don't know. How long's left on Deli Ali's contract, Paul? I don't. That's a very I'm not good question. To, I'm not trying no, to sell no, him for you. No, I don't think lobbing down a drinks bottle is, is a sign that he, he's going to be, you know. Off. I think he was frustrated with the performance and he, yeah. he didn't play great, but I think where he was asked to play maybe he, he looks, didn't see he a looks lot of the low ball. on energy or something when he's playing. He don't he used to look so so buzzy, you know, and so high yeah. and, and driven. When he's playing now it just feels a little bit lethargic. Hmm. A little yeah. bit anemic. I mean, he's, he's had he's had some good games recently. He's, you know, he's not quite been at, at it. The player he was a couple of seasons ago. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Oh, awful. Oh, awful, leaping around like a, a frog. I just want to say one thing. You're such a clever dog. So many nights we're awake when you're woofing. We still love you, everybody. Let's see those arms. Obviously Come on, not now. Everybody. Everybody. Um, and for the kids it's half term isn't it so oh, they'll be off the they'll kids be, yeah. will be going mum it's waffle it's waffles <laughs> on, on the, the radio, radio. yeah uh, well it's uh, look, my kids are older so they're not hopefully they're no not excuse, watching Paul. With, with respect hopefully they're not still watching waffle the wonder dog <laughs> but yours 
Yes, uh, Doom, well, my, Charlie, my, your youngest. My youngest, yes. Your youngest she absolutely loves it. It's, a it's massive really show. good, yeah. And uh, Russ Hargreaves has just gone up to our next guest who plays uh, Simon, effectively Waffles' uh, dad. I prefer that to co-owner. Do you? Uh, Waffles' <laughs> dad in the series. And has said, thank you for all those uh, hours that you've given me free time where I've just yeah. sat the kids in front of and a we DVD. we rang the shame bell, didn't we, Paul? Yeah. Shame. Shame on you. Terrible parenting. Terrible parenting, Russ. Uh, but James uh, Mary plays uh, Simon. Good afternoon, James. Good to see you. Hi. What I mean, it, it, if you go kind of do your weekly shop, mm. all the mums and dads are going to recognise you. All the all the little kids are recognising you. It's, you've got a very specific audience, haven't you? Really? Yeah, it can get a little bit um, strange sometimes. Because sometimes the kids will recognise you, but the parents won't. Oh right, okay. And so you'll get you'll you'll, you'll get a stare from a kid, and you'll just give a little smile you know yeah, and then yeah. maybe that might they might come up to you and the parents like who are you <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit a bit concerned yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. you're like it's, it's okay it's okay I'm yeah okay. yeah because when they play these shows you know it's on a loop isn't it it's on a loop sort of four times a day three times a day you on 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 cbb's I think at the moment it's two yeah two times a day so you know if kids see you they, they and they like seeing the same episode over and over again if they can can't yeah they? obviously so, which isn't great for the parents because uh, <laughs> hey look listen if it oh, gets this. me if it gets me 20 minutes off um, then there I were episodes, when, I, when my kids were young there were episodes of Tots TV and the Sooty Show I could have basically I could have read it back <laughs> I could have done yeah. a recital for it so you yeah. do you, they get you can't you, you know they're there aren't they really they get in your head now it's the story of a talking dog of mm. course not, yeah. I mean, not the first ever talking dog I'm trying to think of other talking dogs now Paul any talking dogs put me on the spot no, 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 Snoopy, oh, Snoopy didn't talk did he when I auditioned uh, um, for it I thought of an old show that used Woof a boy oh, yes. who t- turned oh, yeah. into a dog. Very Do you remember good, that? Yeah. yeah. That was a boy who turned into one, though, wasn't it? So, yeah, he did yeah. talk. Yeah. Well, you've been a bit pedantic, I yeah, so it's, <laughs> But it's, uh, sorry to break it to people if they are listening, it's Rufus Hound does the... Uh, yeah, Rufus the, Hound voices yeah, Waffle. Yeah. Do you think he got the job? Do you think that's nominative determinism? Do you think he got the job? <laughs> Because who should we have? A lot of people I know, Rufus say that. Hound. There yeah. we are. That'll do. <laughs> yeah. Definitely yeah, appropriate. Do yeah, do it for about ten gravy bones. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the agent came back with. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So yeah, is it a is it a fun part? I'm sure it is. Yeah, it's great fun. Um, I mean, they always say don't work with kids and animals, mm. um, yeah. especially in this business. But um, no, it's it was absolutely brilliant. You know, the chaperones look after the kids. Yeah. And, the company that look after the dogs are absolutely brilliant. Is it hard working with um, with Waffle? Because obviously, I take they do the talking in post, don't they? I mean, is this the, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's done so strenuous you're, you're auditions. Having, you're having to work. You haven't. I mean, you're getting nothing back from Waffle. Or you're having a conversation with him, are you? Yeah. So I've only met Rufus twice. Yeah. Um, you, you, you know, because he's obviously always, he's always in post. But in terms of the actual physical moving of the mouth, yeah. Then yeah, we're there for that. Oh, nice. And yeah. the, the the dog handlers are doing that. They're giving treats and you, oh, you know trying yeah. to get the, the, the mouth to move or maybe a little bit of um, what did they have dog friendly toffee oh, is that nice. right dog oh, friendly so, so, so toffee they, yeah so, so they, he, they're, they're just trying to get nice. it dog <laughs> <laughs> um, now it's difficult I think to perform to kids very very difficult because they they sniff you out pretty quickly don't they if they they don't feel like you're telling the truth or they don't believe you they they, they see through it pretty quick so have you got experience with working with kids in, in that way at all um i've done some education work yeah um i do quite a bit of education work um with, whether it be drama workshops or careers and employability workshops yeah. but it's the first kids tv i've done since i was a kid 
Um, right. I did a little bit of kids' TV. And what were you in when you were a kid? Um, I had three lines in the Demon Headmaster. Okay, spooky. <laughs> the original oh, Demon Headmaster. Did you yeah. ever see that <laughs> Demon Headmaster? No, but oh, it was probably after it was Arsene kids Wenger, wasn't it? It was Arsene Wenger, more or less. Okay. Demon Arsene Headmaster. Wenger was yeah. 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 yeah, you you look it up. It's more or less Arsene Wenger. Oh, Early okay. years when he had those big sort of bottle. The big glasses. Bottle frame glasses. Well, I'll go and look <laughs> they, him up. They've brought it back, though. Yeah. They? Demon Headmaster oh, is back. Talking, I can't believe it's been the cornerstone of this show for so many years. <laughs> the talking, um, Prince, the talking dog from That's Life, says oh, Winnie. Of course, sausages. Of course, yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course, he was the original. He was the original. It really spoke, that dog. Didn't really? need Didn't need dog-friendly toffee, either. Actually had a, had a chat with you. <laughs> It's lovely, isn't it? It's it's um and so when the kids come up to you now, do they sing the song at you or does it get an does it get annoying? Yeah, <laughs> usually because the just... song is stuck in my head completely. Yeah, you know. Will you give us a few bars, Charlie? Uh, 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 um, give us a uh, chorus. Oh, awful. Oh, oh, awful. awful. Leaping around. Got, got the real like guy here. Push. Why do you need me, Paul? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I just <laughs> just want to say one thing. You're, You're such, such a clever dog. dog. It swings, doesn't it? <laughs> this is like the rat pack. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not the dog pack. Good evening, everybody. Yeah. I'm Jack Russell. <laughs> that would be great. A kind of rat pack style gig, but just singing yeah. children's TV lovely, things. Lovely, lovely. Yeah, it? that sounds like a winner. You're Very coming nice. on with your little glass of whiskey, playing the den, then singing. <laughs> that wouldn't be right, would it? Kids wouldn't like that. Let's do dark. Tanyan. Yeah. <laughs> Stop the pigeon. <laughs> hey, that'd be great, wouldn't it? That'd be a winner. Big band. Fantastic. Be lovely, we'll isn't it? We'll get the O2. We'll get the oh, Indigo to start. Lovely. And if the Indigo goes well, we'll get the big room. Why not? We'll yeah. go with the whole thing. You're in? You're in? Uh, what? James, yeah, Do, 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 James, James on. Do you remember Dog Tanyan? Dog Tanyan was... Dun, 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 oh, yeah. Musker hounds up. Oh, dogs again. Yeah, yeah dogs. Yeah, yeah, dogs always yeah. ready, yeah. yeah, yeah one yeah. for Orlando, for one. That was it. Yeah, bringing it all back. Yeah, great. It's half term, isn't it? You are a big Villa fan, James. Is that right? I am a Brummy boy, born. And bread. Yeah. What? Um. Why Villa? Was it sort of family, or what made you make that? Yeah. Uh, my mum's side of the family. Really. My dad's a Cov boy. Oh um, right. Yeah. Okay. He's from Cov. Um. But yeah, my mum, my great aunt, was a season ticket holder for fifty years, something like that, until yeah. she uh, until she died. Um. Yeah. So yeah. And I also worked there. I worked in the catering department as a teenager. Oh, did you? Yeah. On the ground catering, doing the burgers and the hot dogs. For the not just for the uh, what in the kind of hospitality bit or in no, the kind of regular bit in the concourse on the yeah concourse, yeah for the really? regular punters yeah it was good fun I did I was six seven years did um, you did you bump into Gabby and uh, Bonlahor he was in he was earlier in the building well, he, he would have been did. coming down before kick off for a pie would he in, in the whole <laughs> no end. I mean he was in the building <laughs> oh well, he was in the building I yeah. got myself here I have to yeah. oh well done well done what was that era you first started going then James what sort of team did you have then um, I can remember my first game was early nineties. So that would have been, it was just after the Platt era. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So just after Platt. You're good in, side then, Villa, weren't they? Yeah, yeah you're coming into yeah. Saunders, Atkinson, um, yeah, yeah. and the 94 League Cup winning team, yeah, Richardson. Yeah, uh, yeah. Earl Barrett. Oh, Earl Barrett, like yes. Yeah, of course. It's a nice yeah. sort of nice. And now, early. how are you feeling about life now as a, a, a Villa fan? You're going to be all right? It's been a tough 10 years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been a decade pretty much since, um, since Martin O'Neill left. Um, but this season, yeah, they say, oh, we're ahead of schedule coming up. And, you know, the plan wasn't to get promoted via the, the, the playoffs last but great that we did. Yeah. Um, and I haven't feared for us at times this season because we've played some really good stuff. Mm. Um, 
but now you look at the maths, it's, yeah, and you, I was looking at the, the, the fixtures for West Ham, Watford, and everyone's got a tough run in. And yeah. the, the team that stays up is, is going to have to beat some big boys. Yeah, yeah. they are indeed. Well, looking at West Ham's next six, yeah. seven games there, I mean, it's probably similar for Villa, isn't it? As but well, do you think so. if you don't go down, um, or even if you do go, do you think Jack Grealish will be there next season? In, in, in what circumstances? This is Paul trying to get Jack Grealish. No, no, I first. think that ship is sailed. <laughs> <We're, laughs> no, if we could pick him up for Forms, which we yeah. almost did 10 minutes uh, yeah. too late, yeah. of course, and, mm. but the chairman's not spending 80 million quid, that's not happening. So I think that, that ship has sailed. But do you think he'll stay? I think if we stay up, he'll stay. Um, yeah. If we go down, then I don't think there'll be many Villa fans all begrudging moving on. No, no, he's, fair enough. He's done what he's done for us. He's a hometown boy, and uh, it'd be not, maybe nice if he came and finished with us. Yeah, well, yeah, he can do, he can do a messy comeback when he's about 35. Yeah. yeah. Be playing, when, when you're in League One. Playing by memory. <laughs> he still have all the touches. <laughs> <laughs> just, that's right. <laughs> that little burst of pace would have gone to get yeah, away from gone, players, wouldn't he? Yeah. Still got his socks around his ankles. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. really too, because he got very uh, sweaty shins these days. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I, I've got, I put cream on it. I've got very sweaty yeah, yeah, shins. Just keep him down there. So, um, Waffle, continue. You got, you're doing new ones at the moment, James? Or you There's got some, some more coming out this, uh, this year, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I'm not sure whether there's going to be any more after that and it's back to life as a job in actor oh, oh really yeah. I mean well, it's very popular though. I mean why would they stop well, well because they've got so many on a loop that they can just keep playing them and the kids, yeah, the kids, kids get kids. older they grow out of it and then the new kids come in they don't need to see new episodes I'm talking out of a job so I'm just trying you, to um, like, you ask the question like a commissioning I'm, editor for kids TV <laughs> you've hit the nail on the head because CBeebies is such a short I think I think the official is two to seven year olds yeah. and you know a new generation is coming through all the time so oh. say, sorry to, sorry, Paul you asked the question I know I did didn't want to answer with James in the quite, room but that was quite brutal that, <laughs> I'm aware of the reality and I'm sure you are James the Hawksby and Jacob's daily podcast from TalkSport. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. It's all going very well for Stormzy, of course, uh, at oh, the moment. Yeah. You know, successful albums, Glastonbury, and, uh, of course, uh, Brit Awards. How does it get better, Paul? Well, it gets better when Greg's give you the first ever black card. <sighs> 
they give you Greg's today have, uh, have honoured him with the first ever Greg's black card. What does that mean? Free Greg's? Well, for life? Is, it, for it, life? Does odd, it run it? out? I mean, has, it, has it got a end date? I don't begrudge Stormzy uh, anything, but uh, he could afford a vegan sausage roll if he wanted one, couldn't he? I mean, the idea of Greg's possibly doing this with a kind of Willy Wonka-style golden ticket. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, or, or just, well, I don't know, maybe targeting people that are living... I was going to say on the bread line, but I didn't mean that. <laughs> um, do you know... Do you, you think Stormzy can um, uh, afford well, his mean, own steak bake? Well, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think he'd be the first to admit that, yeah. wouldn't he, really? But I think it's it, so he can get steak bakes for all his crew, yum-yums for everyone, who, all his pals, he can send whatever he wants, wherever he is in the world, Greg's can get it there to him. concierge service. It's beautiful, isn't it? What point in your life you think you're sitting there and you think, I'm just going to take advantage of this, I fancy a steak bake now and I want it delivered in the next... I mean, no, I don't know. As you know, Paul. It's no good to me. the cornerstone of some huge businesses now, so what do I Gluten-free, Paul. Gluten-free, so oh, yeah. no good to me any of Greg's. Really? And what a great Until shame. the day they do a Greg's gluten-free so the card pasty. Be they could give you a card. Give me a card and I'll give it back. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. It's a shame. A second bag of snakes has been found outside yeah. a fire station, Paul. I don't know if you it, saw It's this. in Sunderland, isn't it? Our yeah, old yeah. mate Andy Dawson is denying it's anything to do with him from <laughs> Atletico Mints. I saw him say... Yeah. I saw him on Twitter. <laughs> oh, really? It's a very odd story, this, isn't it? Yeah, the, the, the snakes have been left inside a bin. Um, are they And, they, are, and they've they since venomous? found another bag are, of snakes. Are they venomous? But they're corn snakes. Um, don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they. I, I guess not. I mean, just outside a fire station. Not great if you're on the old bin man round there, is it? More um, Devon news. I know we're going for Devon. I didn't. Uh, in, I didn't intend in the last ten minutes to put into Google corn snakes venomous, <laughs> but I'm doing it now because not? I'm just interested to know. We're all interested uh, to know. Are they venomous? Eight, they're non venomous. Non venomous. They are constrictors though. So if you put your hand in the bin to you know you're down there, you're stormsy because obviously uh, yeah. Yeah, putting your Greg's wrapper away. Yeah, putting your Greg's... And it, it latches on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be great, would it, it really? It wouldn't be great at all. Yeah, corn snake will strike and bite their prey in order to obtain a firm grip. Then it will quickly wrap one or more of its coils around your body and then drag you into the bin. Imagine all those snakes just being... I you just see a little pair of feet. If you see a pair of feet in a bin somewhere in Sunderland... <laughs> Someone's in there. Someone's in there. Corn yeah. snakes in yeah. there. Corn on the cob snakes would be nice, wouldn't it? Just like... Is what, that, what is it? That doesn't even mean anything. It does, of course it, it does. Um, what <laughs> you do just you, said something that doesn't mean anything. What, um, what brings people to own snakes? I don't know what you get out of it. Like if you have a dog, you know, you get like a bit of affection yeah. back, don't you? And regular exercise. Do, yeah, do people, yeah, yeah. Do people walk their snakes? And what, what do you get out of it? I, I, I don't know, Charlie. I've really not given it a lot of thought. I wasn't. I wasn't again planning to go down. Fancy it? Going down. I, no, I've, I've never been drawn to sort of reptiles as pets. I've got to be honest. No. Now we're trying to pitch Devon as the home of the 2020 Olympics. Yeah, which we've established. We've got quite a lot of places for that. They're going to need a pub, aren't they? Oh yeah, Paul, yeah the cornerstone of any Olympics a pub, isn't it? <laughs> Britain's Britain's grumpiest pub pub landlord. The dart, darts in the Olympics, yeah, they've tried, didn't they? They did try. They've talked about it as an exhibition sport, times. but um, yeah. Britain's grumpiest pub landlord makes customers pull their own pints. He's got no Wi-Fi. That sounds high risk, doesn't it? <laughs> his his cat's called Hitler. <laughs> so, so Steve Cotton, fifty-nine. Does, he look, does the cat look like Hitler? Because I, I there is know. there are cats that do, there aren't there? Yeah, little, I don't think he's yeah. one of those. Okay. Um, he runs the Poltermore Arms in Exmoor, Devon, and he okay. mo- model, you not, you model, models himself on. Dick Turpin, the highwayman. Have you have you not popped in? You, this not is not. A, is this a part of the, the Exmoor? It's a bit remote. Isn't it? Is it? <laughs> it's 
there's no gigs there for you. Well, there might be. I don't know if he does a gig. Has he got a would, comedy club? I don't know if you wouldn't get, I don't you'd get paid at all, no. He could put on a comedy night, couldn't yeah, he? he? This could fella in his pub. He'd look at that. Can you imagine turning up? I'm the gaffer. Yeah. There he is. He's got a Dick Turpin he looks on a bit, and a gun. He looks a bit like Bill Maynard in um, Heartbeat, doesn't he? Where the part he played, really, from uh, from He's, Grumpy Central Casting. We have all we've had the richest people in the world here during the shooting season. Yeah. And I treat them all with the same disdain and disapproval. <laughs> Just like that'd be great for the Olympics, but wouldn't it? They are a draw, aren't they? It's, you know, people people that are like that. that. I mean, there, there's a there's a very famous um uh, Chinese restaurant in, in Chinatown in London. Oh yeah, where a part of the appeal of it is just how rude they are to you. I mean, I'm oh. not gonna, I'm not gonna. You'll know it. It's on several floors. Yeah, it's a, it's a restaurant. Do you know it, Charlie? I, I know where it is. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you sometimes have it with a table leg. Basically, <laughs> you put a bit of card under it. Anyway, I said <laughs> it might give you. But anyway, but, but their rudeness and one of the great joys was because the food is very good and it's very cheap. So I used to go there when I was sort of working in magazines years ago. We'd be working late. We'd go go there and get something to eat, and tourists or just people would be sitting there, and they had this thing where you say a table for two, please, and there might be four people that you don't know on a table. And if the waiter has decided he doesn't really want just another table to two, he doesn't want to be dragging food round to that table for two, he'll say, sit there. (laughs) And the first time you ever go, you say, no, mate, I don't want to sit there. I want a table for two or whatever. Or even if there's a a table for eight and there's four people on it, there's four of you, you'll say, sit there with the other four people. That's that's how they've invented Wagamamas. That happens at Wagamamas. You all sit together, don't you? Yeah, but these are long tables. This is basically lots of different tables. (laughs) But they'll say sit there and then the first time you say no and they say well if you don't sit there you won't get served mm. so you oh we'll see about that as rude as possible but um 20 minutes later when you haven't been served and the times we'd said to tourists or people we'd, we'd say to people they'd sit they'd say in fact we are going to sit there at this table for two and we will get served otherwise there'll be trouble and oh. they'd sit there for 20 minutes no one would come near no, them no. even for a drink and we'd say mate you're not going to get <laughs> no, served this isn't gonna that's happen. the way it works but people love it they're yeah. drawn to the place it's they're like paris the place. get the same service in paris yeah I don't a whole been. city doing that kind of thing. That's uh, very Powys true. in Wales has been on poor about the snakes. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's a sequel to Snakes on a Plane, Snakes in a Bin. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Now, uh, yes, I was just calling Chris Wilder then. On, that would on. be a fight and a half, wouldn't it? <laughs> Chris, Chris Wilder. Wilder versus Tyson Fury. That is a catchweight. <laughs> Although, I imagine Chris oh, when riled, give it a go, wouldn't he? When riled, I wouldn't want to give that wouldn't a want go. any that trouble. Would be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah, but uh, now of course it is Deontay Wilder taking on uh, Tyson Fury on Talksport in the early hours of Sunday morning, and uh, Stephen Doig, the men's style editor of the Telegraph, has, has looked at the two men's uh, kind of sartorial uh, stylings, and, as, uh, and maybe can give us some sort of indication who's likely to win the fight. We've come to the point where we're looking at the way they dress as some kind of indicator for who's going to win a boxing match. No, you never know. But, uh, Stephen, good afternoon. Hi there. Of course, that wasn't the point. It was just uh, it was just to look at the way they do dress because they've got very different styles, I think it's fair to say, isn't it? But both of them quite flamboyant. Yeah, I mean, I would say they're both very flamboyant, very ostentatious. Um, you can see that uh, Tyson Fury really loves his suits. And he's he's talked about going to the same tailor to make his really eye-catching suits. So he wore one at the recent press conference with his face on it. Mm. Um, and then John T. Wilder's uh, very f- over the top. He's worn furs, chains, 
very glitzy Christian Louboutin trainers that go for around a hundred, uh, sorry, eight hundred to thousand pounds. Wow! So they're both pretty. Um, <laughs> they're both trying to show that how much, how wild they are in terms of their style and their showmanship. And I think a lot of it is posturing. Yeah, I mean, he's got the big knuckle duster rings, isn't he? Uh, Wilder, as you said, the big f- uh, faux fur collar on his massive not really a collar it's virtually the whole coat isn't yeah. it so yeah, never like see Harry Hill like collar <laughs> um, but yeah as you said very very sort of different I mean have you, do you have a preference of the two if, 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 if you had to go out to, tonight Stephen dressed as either Tyson or Deontay w- w- which way would you be heading I mean I'm not sure I could carry off one of Tyson Fury's suits with mm. his face all over it um, I think uh, possibly Deontay is a little bit more on trend if we're going to look at catwalk fashions and all that um, he he's a little bit more cool I'd say mm. um, and Tyson Fury obviously just loves dressing up and having a bit of fun if, if one wanted to get a suit with their face all over it um, what would happen would you walk into your tailor and say I want a suit with my face all over it and then they'd have Apparently to take he does. then they'd have to Apparently. take the picture and then get it printed up is that how <laughs> it works um, he um, he sees a tailor in London called Nav Sal- Sally Mian, yeah. um, who um, makes him his suit. So apparently the, he goes to his tailor and says, I want my face all over it, or I want pictures of me holding up my medals, which he's done previously, um, and gets it run up. So, um, yeah, it's obviously clearly showing how uh, powerful he is and showing that he's won medals before through his clothes. Mm. It's, what, quite, it's what, quite animalistic, isn't it? It's quite if you you know in the animal kingdom. Oh yeah, you know, it, sort it, of peacock yeah. would would sh- show their plumes if they're trying to <laughs> fight someone or uh, fornicate with 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 something. Aren't yeah. they? So, so it's they're there. It's and it's the same with boxers. I think, isn't yeah, it? They're, very they're, Desmond Morris. Man, all Trump, of a it's very yeah, true, yeah. though, isn't it, Paul? You know, Taking it onto a different it's level. It's just how it works. You know, they're trying yeah. to show them how powerful they are and how attractive they are and how yeah. strong they are. Okay. Yeah, it is. It's very primal. I think it's almost mm. like something from a David Attenborough documentary. You know, you've got these guys flashing their tail feathers in the brightest, you know, almost peacocky colours. Um, trying to face off their opponents, so it is quite. There's something quite primal about that, I think. Yeah. The, what about the shoes? I mean, the, looking at Tyson's, there got kind of uh, loafers, a sort of golden black, quite ornate sort of slip-on shoes he wears uh, with the suit. What about that combo? They're, I mean, they're quite something. They're uh, black patent evening slippers covering gold uh, embroidery, mm. um, which is kind of, I think they're probably from Christian Louboutin, so they're actually wearing the same brand, right. I think. Um, but clear, and if you look at Dante Wilder's shoes as well, they're crazy bling, covered in crystals, covered in spikes. So they're kind of showing off of their shoes as well. Yeah, the the um, distressed tracksuit bottoms that uh, Fury was wearing, they look like they're made of paper mache, don't they? They've got that kind of uh, they're in, that's an interesting. There could be Kanye Wests, you think, possibly, or, or similar to his label. They look, they I don't look mean he's borrowed bit. them from Kanye West. <laughs> I mean in his label, yeah. He might have borrowed them. Yeah, he <laughs> could have done. A little bit. Um, they look a little bit like the Yeezy label that Kanye West wears. Oh uh, yeah. Um, but I think also because he's wearing that with a big fur collar coat and then these flashy trainers, it's clear that they're just throwing everything into the mix and having a bit of fun with it. And it's actually quite fun to see. I think a lot of the time boxers, especially when it gets towards the fight, they want to cover themselves up quite a lot, and they so they, you can't see how fit or unfit, or yeah. how much they've bulked up, or how much that you know you don't want to give yourself a, a tall away to your yeah, opponent about yeah. how fit you are, or mm. in the case, case shoulder of Andrew, pads. Maybe Tyson should have put shoulder pads. Andre in. Ruiz Junior, how much 
Greg's you've been eating, you know. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> yeah that was quite hard to cover yeah. up without a corset, really, at the end, wasn't it, in that last Towling fight? Towling true. They both look in pretty good shape. Quite a short jacket on Tyson's suit. He obviously, these are all bespoke, obviously. You don't buy that off the peg with his yeah. face on it. So, but he's going for a quite short jacket um, in that style. I, I don't know, maybe it's me. Maybe that's the look everybody's going for. <laughs> I'd say it's quite the whole suit altogether the chosen jacket they're actually quite slim fitting mm. they're all quite cut quite narrowly on his body and I wonder if that's a, uh, a way to show how powerful he is because mm. he's showing off his physique you know mm. if you get a, t- a jacket tailored and nipped in the waist that makes your shoulders look bigger etc so I wonder if some element of that in how he's tailored the jacket. Okay. So based, I can only see him wearing it once. Based on this, Stephen, uh, you've looked at two men's uh, style. Um, who's going to win the fight? Oh, yeah, well done. <laughs> Very good. Um, I think the one that is winning in the style stakes is probably Deontay Wilder. Okay, well. um, the one that's showing off the most and showing he's more powerful and he's bigger and louder is definitely Tyson Fury. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. So that was this afternoon's show. I'm going to go yeah. and watch uh, Waffle the Wonder Dog. But how long yeah, are yeah. they? They're, not oh, they're like, about 15 minutes. Not the Scorsese no. one. It's about four and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The one he directed. Yeah, when Waffle's in it, when he's at about uh, you know foot 12-year-old dog. That's right. And, and they just work, made him look like a puppy. Life. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, they're throwing the ball for him. And he said, you find that funny? You find me humorous? You think that's funny? What do you mean I'm funny? Yeah. Funny, ha-ha. Up, up against the Boston Terrier. That's it, yeah. <laughs> you get the idea with that. You we'll know. see you tomorrow <laughs> from uh, one live from the George Pub in Twickenham, ahead oh. of uh, the Six Nations, the boxing, the football. The Dreams lot. come true, Paul. Is that is that is it? You've always fancied doing a show from a pub in Twickenham. Well, it's great to make your dreams come true. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four PM on Talksport. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.